Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend, I'm Steve here. And Lars. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. That little notify bell next to it where you get all your new going and raw content. Comes to you. It's supposed to come to you in your sub box. Get a lot of people on the Twitter, Larson, saying that, oh, they've been unsubbing. You made it public. I made it public? Yeah. Oh, dear. Make it unlisted. Quick. Make it unlisted. They can't see this. There's already a bunch of people here. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Oh, Oh, my God. I swear I made it unlisted earlier. This stuff doesn't get saved. Make it unlisted. I can't. Get him out. I can't. Oh, man. Welcome to this free stream. All you non-patrons out there, whatever. Big deal. Anyways, uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Oh, my God, Larson. We're, we're exposed. Well, hey, you know what? If you enjoy this stream and you want to keep on watching, it's only $5 at our Patreon to do that and watch our post show. Here, it's like a, a holiday preview of what you could expect if you were to sign up for our Patreon. Exactly, yeah. So, anyways. Um, speaking of the Patreon. Oh, now it says unlisted. Speaking of the Patreon, we got 51 people watching right now. And uh, I'm going to, I like doing this from time to time, listing off our latest patrons. Yeah. So they get their little shout outs because we offer that as a reward tier. Yes. So I'm going to go back and do this now. Uh, Grandmaster Too Sweet, the following are patrons. Edgar's Abolins, I'm so sorry for messing up your name. Kyle Worth, Shane Siegel, Corey Louth, Giovanni Johnson, Robinson, the Prince of Lazy Style, Quinn Fuller, Scott Warburton, The One Piece is Real, Domino EP, Bad Hoss DJ Johnson, uh, Ryan Mizushima, Isaac Miller, True Bud Ryan Spencer, Jerry Pasonin, Regal Matilla, Panda Adams, Herb, Richard Holloway, It's Me, Emmanuel, Gareth Jones, Larry Keach, Karan, You're Not Me, Borbin, Fletcher Brody, DX88, Kiyomi216, Von X, Sam Duke, Alex Knight, Bailey Cohen, Nate Cruz, One and Only Nuggets, Hayden, Tully Hernandez, R. Alex Smith, David Eldridge, Justin Shropshire, Jeremiah Powell, Mr. Chode, Discord Club Official Timekeeper, Primetime Henry Harris, Juggernauts, the Going In Raw Grand Slam Champion, Abdullah the Vegan, Slow Wolf, Stephen Murphy, Milk Queen Sammy C, again, and Carlito, Carlito243. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. And if you want a different way, a non-financial way of supporting the show, you can go to the iOS podcast app. And uh, look up Going In Raw and leave us a rating or review. It doesn't cost you anything to do that. It really helps out the show. We're also on the Pro Wrestling Tees. We've got a bunch of t-shirts. Here's a couple of them. Look at that. Hey. 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 You're not me. Hey. Doesn't work for you here. No. There you go. Now it works for you. Look, these are our shirts. Yeah, I got my 
not going to happen shirt, the cold water Larson shirt, in the mail yesterday. Going to wear them this week. Wearing my shirt, not going to happen. I know, i got to buy that shirt. Yours. I just want your face on my head. I might do that for Alabama. I forgot to tell you this. We were leaving the uh, daycare, the, her school the other day. And uh, she loves pumpkins because she likes the Halloween. She's yeah. determined that's her prime holiday. Yeah. And there's always a pumpkin sitting outside the front door. And as we leave, she'd always freak out and say, pumpkin. Well, like, yeah, cool. And then it was gone because it's not Halloween time anymore. And it was gone. And I said, oh, my gosh, who took the pumpkin? And she said, you did. She said, Larson took it. I was like, that son of a bee. I did take it. Wow. What a pile of crap. You just stole a pumpkin from I a didn't kid's take school? Any pumpkins. What a real, you're a real, you know what. Anyways. It wasn't me. <sighs> Moving on. It wasn't me. Let's talk about Raw, man. Raw. Oh, what a fun show that it was. It was a fun show. I, uh, I feel like the WWE, and I, I don't think they felt this way forever or for a while. But, like, L.A. is getting a lot more love because they're giving a lot more love. Yeah. I felt like when we were there for No Mercy, crowd was good. A lot of good crowds for crowd in, in L.A. these days. Yeah. They're turning into, like, a weird, like, you know, smarky kind of town, maybe. They give good pops and stuff. A hot market. How about that Jason Jordan-Roman Reigns match? Great. Holy crap. I thought Jason Jordan, uh, all around, stand-up performance. Let's talk about that in a moment. Well, actually, we can talk about it now. Because, yeah, let's kick uh, off the show, man. Yeah, talk about that. I'm going to bring up the notes. Yeah, so uh, Kurt Angle came out, dropped the promo. Um, pretty quickly into it, Jason Jordan comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants a shot at Roman Reigns, the Intercontinental title. Um, uh, and he basically pleads with his father. To give him a chance. Yeah. And Kurt Angle says, well, your knee's not in good enough shape. Well, he, he yells at Jason. Yeah. He's like, he's beside himself. He's, at this point, exacerbated by yes. his son. Yes. Who seems to be a royal pain in his butt. Yeah, just constantly asking for opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. So, uh, Roman Reigns comes out. And he says, he, he gets gives it to Jason Jordan for, for taking the shortcuts. Mm-hmm. You know, not clawing and scratching and earning opportunity just asking for it and I feel like they missed the, because okay and Jason Jordan sounded like he had the start of a really good comeback to I that I know but then it didn't deliver I know that's I think that was like one huge missed opportunity because before we carry on that match last night he, that was a face star making performance from him and I feel like there was a bit left on the table because of that bit right there. And I think it's, I honestly think it's sort of, if they let him put on that match, what do they want out of him? Because we thought for a week, okay, they're going to go in this kind of like heel, whiny kind of heel thing. thing. And then this week, yeah, it's just like, I want chances. Give me chances. I want to prove myself. He wants to fight. He wants to fight, which is, again, a very face thing to do. Yeah. So, you know, Reigns gives them some business about, you know, Asking for opportunities instead of earning them. Yeah. And Jason Jordan says, "You're." You, who, he laughs them off. He says, "You're telling me this, right?" And instead of saying something like, "You've been given every opportunity you've 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 gotten. What have you earned? You've been handed everything on a silver platter. Yeah, he Everybody here knows this." Yeah. He says something like, "You're the poster boy for what executives here in WWE want." Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of not the right way to put it because no. you're kind of like, I understand. We both agree that that's I think what they were getting at. It just wasn't written written well enough. You see what uh, Cena did with Roman, yeah. and that's exactly how it yeah. should have been done, and it yes. could have been you know, reiterated here maybe in a different manner. But maybe they kind of, now they're hoping that the tide's turning on Reigns getting over his face. They don't want to bring that up again. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe they just lost him. They're trying to protect him in promos now. Yeah, but my God. I mean, here's the thing about Jason Jordan. I mean, look, we've said it a million times. He's fantastic. He's a fantastic wrestler. His His promos leave... Some to be desired. Although, I don't see him flubbing his lines or anything. No, I think last night, performance-wise, he did really well. I just It was just that line, and, and I'm sure that was written for him. I, it, I, it, you can't really blame him for a badly written line, per se. Look, it wouldn't be the first time the WWE was kind of indecisive with how they wanted to approach somebody. Oh, yeah. And this does kind of seem to be that case, because the match that he gave us last night... Had that crowd on the palm of their hands. Yeah. It was really, really good. It was another match that, and I guess this is going to be the struggle that we sort of talked about Roman needing. 
Roman, he ekes out his victories every time, but he does it cleanly. Yeah. And he can't get pinned. Yeah. And so that'll be his, his road into WrestleMania. Into WrestleMania. So uh, <laughs> Reigns is ultimately completely dismissive of Jason Jordan. He says, I don't want you tonight. I don't want to face you. I want to face Samoa Joe. Yeah. Out comes Joe. And he's just, he's just mocking the two of them in, in the ring. Right. Talking trash to each other. He wants to fight. So he accepts Reigns' challenge. He said, uh, Reigns, I'll give you five seconds to change your mind. Yeah. Counts it down. Oh, the crowd was super into Joe. Oh, yeah, big How time. can you not be? Everybody Joe is the best. Joe. We love Joe. And so uh, he gets to the, the count of five. Reigns doesn't change his mind. He says, all right, coming down the ring. Yeah. And then Jordan gets back on the mic and says, no, 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 no. Uh, I came in here and, and went, came up to Roman Reigns' face and challenged a man-to-man. And you, Samoa Joe, resort to sneak attacks. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe talks to trash about Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan suplexes Roman Reigns. That was great. Yeah. And then Reigns gets the mic and says, okay, no, I want Jason Jordan right now. Yeah. And that's what we get. Yeah. And it was it was a like good 20-minute match. 20, 25-minute match. It was a very long match. Samoa Joe hung out on the stage yeah. and watched it all as it went down. But they could get Jason Jordan over so easily just based on his wrestling. You know, like they could have... It's one of those things where they could have, I mean, I hate saying this, but the other person that kind of reminds me of where they could have gone maybe with him was was Benoit. I mean, we've seen him a bunch of other places, but Benoit literally got to the top based on his wrestling machine-esque abilities. Yeah, but I think a lot of that was, was his intensity in the ring, and Jason Jordan doesn't exactly have that same... I'm not saying that he's a carbon copy of yeah, Benoit. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. Well, I'm saying... Like Cesaro. This Cesaro guy got himself putting on, over by putting right, on really good matches. Right, yes. putting on really good matches. But I think Jason... I mean, look, Cesaro's one of the most creative wrestlers out there, but Jason Jordan, that dude knows how to storytell. He knows yeah, yeah, yeah. how to build already, and that's a major component of it. And so... The idea that they could have gone the route of hiding his promo weaknesses, which I think I think they still are. Like you, he opens his mouth, and I can't help but hear kind of whininess. Yeah, he has kind of a naturally whiny well, I think voice. Also, I think to a certain degree, that's his character. No, that's not, dude. When he well, no, the, his the, literal voice. What I'm saying is, no, his I literal I think, voice I think, I think is kind of we're incorporating that into his character because later on backstage. When he was whining to Kurt about wanting a rematch, Kurt was like, "No, what? Did you, no, I'm not yeah. gonna give you a rematch." Yeah. He just kept whining and whining and whining and whining and whining. It wasn't just necessarily the timbre of his voice that made him sound like he was whining. You're, he was okay. whining. In, in that case, you might be right. They might be taking that and and running with it. That could be the case. Um, I'm not sure how you transition that to a successful run as a face down line because his wrestling skills, you can't that. I'm not sure you can translate that to a to a heel because they're so good and he tells such good stories. Well, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. I'm just yeah. saying that they seem to be taking the difficult route here. There's, I feel like there there are different ways to make that kid a star. It seems to me like what they're going to do is 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 it's going to reach a breaking point between himself, Jason Jordan, and Kurt, where where Jason Jordan feels like every time he's given an opportunity, he proves himself. Yeah. Comes up a bit short every time. Yeah. And finally, Kurt just says, I can't do it anymore because people are going to get on me about, you know, like, it's going to seem like it's, there's nepotism going on here. But it's giving you every opportunity because you're my kid. I can't do this anymore. And finally, that's what Jason Jordan, that's when he's going to re- reach his breaking point. We're going to see the heel turn. Mm-hmm. We're going to see him suplex Kurt. Yeah. That'd be great. And I think all this whining is, is, is it's like Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Ugh. God, please don't do that. Um... That's terrible, terrible movies. Um, I don't know. I just think when I see Jason Jordan, I see what he can do in the ring, and I see yeah. these matches that he puts on. I would have, I personally would have rather seen the story of him always the kind the kind of thing that they were trying to do with Ember Moon a little bit. He's he's always he's putting on the best matches against the best opponents, and always is coming up a hair short. Well, I think that's gonna be part of it. Yeah, because when he finally wins, it would be such a euphoric moment. Yeah. So I, I kind of would have rather seen that. I'm not sure they have a, a solid direction on what they want to do with him, given what we saw last night. But, you know, that, I, I'm you interested know in seeing that where it goes. Been, that could have been the plan with him had the crowd embraced him. But considering they haven't. Hey, that crowd last night did. Yeah, I know. But for the most part, he's still getting a lot of heat. When he's on the mic, they hate him. When he's wrestling, they love him. Yeah. And that's a weird conundrum to have. I'd rather have the guy in the ring. I'd rather have the wrestling guy, you know. 
Um, because I think you can you can build something really special around that. I'm not sure. I just don't know where you can go with the with the whiny heel guy. I'm telling you, it's Anakin Skywalker. It's that storyline. Yeah, but I don't see him being like a Darth Vader. He's whiny. Like, how can he transition from whiny to Darth Vader? It didn't work. Didn't work. He'll just he'll put forth more of a uh, some more uh, baritone to his voice. Can we give him like the Kane voice thing? No. That's, that's obvious. You are my father. He just has to start talking like that. <coughs> That'd be cool. Just talk slower and a little deeper, and he'll be fine. Talk slower. Not not super slow. Father. Just a little bit father, slower, a little more deliberate. I want to wrestle. Oh, no. Let me wrestle. <laughs> like the uh, Jim Morrison now. <laughs> father, let me wrestle. Anyways. So, anyways, uh, uh, it was a really good match. Get a lot of time. Uh, Roman Reigns must have listened to the podcast yesterday because he busted out his submission move. Right? Weird. I mean, it fits the story because he's working over Jason Jordan's uh, injured leg. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man. But I swear that's the first time Roman Reigns has ever done that move. There is a low-level rider out there who seemingly yep. is in the main event scene somehow. Yeah, not no. so low-level. Uh, and Reigns eventually wins with a spear in a really good match. A lot of really good back and forth. Last night. Good counter wrestling too. Joe did a little bit of a promo saying uh, he's going to wait. He wants Roman Reigns now. He's going to. Uh, even though you said you're you're battered, you're weary, you're tired from a match. He said he said no, this was great because yeah, Roman ended up going over with a spear. Uh, Joe says uh, he says that kid he said that kid took a little out of you, a little, little more out of you thought, huh? Gave you a run for your money. You make bad life decisions, Roman. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna go down there and put you to sleep. <laughs> you make bad decisions, Roman. Joe's the best. Joe is the best. He goes down the ring. He puts the clutch on Roman. And then Jordan makes the save by suplexing Joe off of Roman mid-clutch. That was great. And what does Jason Jordan get for that? A Superman punch. Yeah. Which I think kind of, yeah. It was the receipt for the suplex earlier. Yeah, I know. I like it because it's Roman being Roman. Yeah. It's kind of dickish. It is. I mean, look, man. if you, He was booked through to character, which is kind of confusing a little bit. He's just a confusing person. Complexities. Um, it's complexities, exactly, yeah. Uh, so, anyways. So, next, uh, Kurt Angle's on the phone backstage with Stephanie. Jason Jordan barges in. Comes says, in with a head of steam. Yeah, he wants Samoa Joe in a match tonight. Yeah. And then he also wants a rematch against Reigns next week, and that's where Kurt Angle's saying, no, 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 He's no. He's like, dude, this isn't the Jason Jordan show. Yeah. You get one match, and that's it. Yeah. Go away. And then uh, before Jason really had a chance to respond... Uh, well, no, he, he, he pleads with Kurt about yeah, the match next week. Kurt says, well, okay, I'll take it under advisement. Yeah. And then Samoa Joe comes in and basically tackles Jason Oh, Jordan, he the came wall. in. Yeah, it was like a car come running in. One of those, yeah. like a security camera car running into a store. He bowled into him. And, yeah, then, he said, uh, and then he said, like, I guess like father, like son, huh, Kurt? I'm assuming referencing, like, maybe their past? TNA? Oh, I don't know. I don't really know what like father, like son means besides... I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't remember. Like I just ran this guy over. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't think they'd reference TNA and the WWE product, but you never know. Well, they have a history in another company. What's TNA going to do? Sue him? <laughs> I think WWE. Well, maybe if, maybe I think if WWE could do whatever. Maybe they if uh, Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle's contracts got retroactively uh, uh, changed, so <laughs> exactly. The IP, there you go. They all their IP. Then there you go. I think they had that written in there. I wonder if. <laughs> like if they take it to a, a, a extreme, like is Impact just giving away all their creative? <laughs> I think so. Man. Like all their storylines sounds like it. Wow. So the people who originally performed those storylines, yeah, they now, they now they own can them. prove that they were, any of that was their idea. That's a weird. What a weird oh, situation. Strange. Next. That's pretty weird. Page's first one-on-one match in more than a year against Sasha Banks. Yeah, man. Another match they gave a ton of time to. Really good match. They put, I mean, this is the first match back, and they put her in there with the right person. Yep. Her and Sasha Banks had a near pay-per-view level quality match. Alexa Bliss once again was on commentary. Um, and then... Mickey James and Bailey came to the ring with Sasha. Yeah. Paige was joined by her fellow Absolution members. Absolution. Yeah. Um, so they were all out there. Saw some brawling out there. Um, Sasha, unfortunately, towards the finish of the match, um, so she was able to avoid one rampage. Yeah. Um, and she had Paige in a bank statement, but yeah. Paige was able to get a rope break. Yeah. And then uh, some shenanigans. Sasha gets distracted by absolution on the outside. Because they just beaten down Mickey James and Bailey. Exactly. She comes back in, turns around, eats a boot, and then rampage. Game over. Yep. 
Paige wins. She's not going to eat a loss for a little while. Probably not till WrestleMania. Yeah, I think so. But she loses. I didn't Oscar. see. Did um, I didn't notice. Did Alexa slink away this time? Yes, she did. During the Absolution beatdown at the oh, end. Okay. Um, they didn't show it, but Michael Cole said, and she, Michael Cole was giving Alexa crap the whole time about uh, high talent at last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty funny. No, and then she was like, Booker, you know what I did, right? He's like, oh, yeah, you got to call your shots. <laughs> you got to not call your shots. You got to choose, pick your battles. Yeah, like yeah, that. I love Booker. The too. character work from commentary is great. I don't know. Look, man, I know a lot of I've seen a lot of comments talking crap about Booker T. That's fine. To each their own. I think he's a national oh, treasure. he's fantastic. He's Elvis Icon. Yeah. He's, he's up there. Ric Flair, not pop culture icon. Booker T. Yes. And Stevie Ray, <laughs> both pop culture icons. Well, I think... I, I, I Harlem Heat, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, and uh, Marilyn Monroe. I wonder if people... Some people just prefer commentary that calls the action in the ring. And the interplay between Corey Graves, Michael Cole, and Booker T is so good. Yeah. It's like they've completely transformed what commentary is. Their characters just as involved in the action as the wrestlers are. Oh, and and yeah. because they have the right group of people, it, for me, it works. Yeah, me too. It's all about character. And I totally get that it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. It's totally fine. Teach their own. I personally love it. I think it's 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 akin to what we were talking about, how great it would be to see AJ and Brock on the couch together up on the top of the ramp for the Rumble, yeah. calling the match, yeah. or just talking. Because yeah. sometimes they just get into their own conversations, and it's great. Yeah, I know. Um, anyways, then we had, oh, this, I love, I don't know. So usually I'm not a huge fan of, like, backstage dialogue stuff because I think it's overwritten and crap. Yeah. But Kurt Angle and Elias, Elias shows up, and there was just a really good back and forth with them. I think the performance was really good. The flow was natural. The dialogue was good. Yeah. The dialogue was good. Elias said something, virtue doesn't make a man, sometimes the virtuous fall. I, I don't know what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kurt Angle said, isn't that Shakespeare? And then Elias, I forget what Elias said, but it was just a really, really well done bit well, of and dialogue. And Elias called Jason Jordan Kurt Angle's bastard. Oh, and then he called him his bastard. That was so good. That was a really, really well-written segment. So whoever actually wrote that, hats off to you. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the bottom line is the last one, another shot at Reigns. I forget, what was the resolution of that? Oh, he said, I want competition. He said, so tonight I'm just going to sing a song. Yeah, yeah, and Kurt says, well, hold on a second. I'll find you some competition. Okay, that's what the resolution Okay, that's why. Um, Next, we had Enzo backstage talking to Davari, Tony Nese, Gulak, and Noam Dar. Yeah. I'm kind of giving a pep talk because Nice and Gulak were in the Fatal 4-Way tonight. And he's pretty much saying, hey, one of you two need to do what Davari and Dar couldn't do, yeah. win, seize an opportunity. Right. But, and of course, it took him like four minutes to do it. Yeah, it took him forever. Um, there is also an interesting bit. I'll mention it now. Um, so Gulak ended up going over uh-huh. um, in a fantastic, oh, it was great. fantastic match. Um, we'll talk about the Nia Jax thing in a second. But there was a, a video on WWE.com, I guess where uh, Gulak uh, went up to uh, Enzo in the locker room and was like, hey, I did it, I won. And uh, and Enzo was like, okay, yeah, whatever, good job. And, and Gulak's like, where are you going? He's like, they need me on this international tour. He says, so you're holding the fort down, okay? And Gulak seemed to take great pride in doing that. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's in charge of 205 he's Live. He's in charge of 205 yeah. Live this week. Yeah. Okay. So then everybody leaves. Enzo turns around, Nia Jax standing there with a weird, creepy smile on her face. And then she just says, how you doing? How you doing? I think they're going to write Enzo off of 205 Live. Oh, could be. I think they want to keep him on Raw because he pops ratings. Yeah. He can't wrestle, so he, there's no reason for him to stick around 205 Live past losing the title. Um, and I think he might end up being Nia Jax's manager. I don't think they're going to do the romantic thing that this seemed to be setting up. Yeah. I really doubt that they're going to turn Nia Jax from a monster into somebody who would get involved in a storyline with Enzo in a romantic way. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't make sense. But, but I it, could see her possibly saying... Because it doesn't make sense, it makes it more likely that WWE will do it. I mean, look, man, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find some silver no, lining. No, I prefer your scenario. Possibilities? But, but I don't see what justification they would have to write Enzo off if he is uh, helping 205 Live perform better well, on I the network. It hasn't been in the top ten oh. over the past couple weeks. So... I don't know that maybe his presence there is was maybe a flash in the pan for the show, and maybe they're thinking, or well, if if we want to do this live tour thing, maybe it was actually Kalisto who was popping the ratings. Um, yeah, I don't remember if I said that as a joke or if I was actually serious about that. 
I don't know. We don't have. I mean, all we have is is the timeline of that storyline. Yeah, I know. And that up to the ratings. I know, I know. And even that is kind of just circumstantial. It's not conclusive proof of anything. I wonder if I mean. They, so they sent that survey thing out. Yeah. Maybe they got some good feedback from that, and uh, maybe they decided to take this on like in a more wrestling. They have look. They've got some. They've got some. They're they're really hitting a great stride right now, especially with with Drew Gulak. Who I honestly think is going to turn face and win this title. Oh, could be. That's my new. That's my new theory on this, um, because that PowerPoint presentation thing people it's seem to over, love. Yeah. It's getting over. Yeah, he is. He is absolutely. But next to Enzo, he's the best talker. Oh yeah. Of them all. Yeah. Um. And I mean, dude, you can put the belt on him and see what you can do. Bring in a Deo Atami, perhaps. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, they're doing that. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if Nia Jax might approach Enzo and say, look, don't get any ideas. For some reason, I've come up short winning that women's title. I always seem to be on the outside. You're a guy who can get things done. I want you to manage me. That keeps him on Raw in a kind of position that he was in with Cass, but not a tag team. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of her having a, a, a yeah, dude as a manager. Fine. That'd be fine. That'd be kind of interesting. Yes. Yeah. She's not really good at reading dialogue. I know, it's so strange where she's, like, her trash talk in-ring is really good. And then, like, the few things I've seen with her, like, when she's just being natural on Total Divas. She's good. She's good. Yeah. I know. She's got all the personality I mean, in the some world. Some people just have problems with written dialogue. Oh, yeah, we got to do that thing. I'm going to write some dialogue for you. All right. Hey, did you find what pay-per-view you're going to quiz me on today? Oh, no, I got to do that. I mean, it takes two seconds. Yeah. You just look up a pay-per-view. All right. Anyways. Think about it. Um, yeah, so that led to this uh, fatal four-way. I mean, good, good Lord, man. Could you imagine? I'm really, really... Curious to see how live, fresh live crowds on this tour. Oh, react to these two five live. And if they're able to capture that on video and use that as the show. Oh, that'd be the way to go. Occasional uh, appearances by raw stars. Yeah. This needs buzz. It doesn't have any buzz whatsoever. And I, but I think it's, I think it's with like guys like Drew Gulak. I think it's maybe getting there. Yeah. Maybe getting there. I think they've got a. I mean, the right crowd re- reacted. Incredibly strong to this oh, match. The crowd reacted stronger to this fatal four way than ever they've reacted to any other two hundred five live yeah, match. Yeah, and a lot of that had to do with Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander because they were taking out all their frustrations with each other. Yeah, and there were two Spanish fly spots that were freaking oh, the top amazing. Rope one was the top rope, the springboard was great. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. And I had the crowd going crazy. Yeah, that was fantastic. All sorts of great stuff. This was yeah, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, Mustafa Ali, and Cedric Alexander. Um... Again, Cedric Alexander hitting a couple of lumbar checks. First, he hit one on, uh, I thought he hit one on Tony Nice, and he uh, ended up rolling yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And he was, it was great because he was rolling out, and Cedric was, was like trying to, trying to grab know, onto know, him, and it didn't work. Um, and then he hits one of Mustafa Ali, and Mustafa Ali looked like he almost landed on his head. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Gulak. Uh, hits Cedric with a knee, sends him rolling out of the ring, and he covers Ali and gets the pin. Uh huh. Great stuff. Yeah, no, this is absolutely fantastic. And afterwards, uh, uh, Gulak gets on the mic. Yeah. Um, I think it's Charlie asks, you know, hey, you know, you're aligned with Enzo. Is this going to be a problem? Yeah. And and he says, well, I'll tell you how things are going to go with my PowerPoint presentation, which never happened. They just moved on to the next thing. Yeah, uh, Elias came out. Elias came out. Um, anyways, Elias came out. Uh, he decided to sing a song. Um, he started to, and then he was interrupted by Braun. It's a competition that uh, Kurt Angle found for him. <laughs> yeah, that was messed up for Kurt Angle competi- to do that. Stiff competition. Pretty rude of Kurt Angle to do that. Exceptionally rude. Anyways, Braun comes down. He, uh, what are you doing? You're acting like me over there. No, I'm looking for uh, what I'm going to do for uh, the thing. Do it during, 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 do it during question. No, I already got it. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, Braun comes down. And Braun is such a he's such a horror movie nightmare. Oh, I know. Because you try to run away from him, and he just there's that great segment where he like threw uh, Elias there on the outside. He threw a lot. Number one, Elias runs out of there, and then he decides to come back and try to attack him from behind, and that doesn't work. Braun throws him out of the ring. Uh, Elias, he gets down. Elias gets the guitar. He kills Braun on the back with it. Yeah, and Braun, it does nothing. Braun no sells it completely. And <laughs> Elias looks down at his guitar, looks at Braun. He, Ref calls for the bells. DQ uh, win for Braun. Right. 
Elias tries to run through the ring, or, uh, you know, he gets into the ring to run out the other side, and Braun chases him oh, down. Oh, he sprints all the way around and, and, and intercepts him. And even, even in, in horror movie fashion, Elias tripped a couple times in the ring trying to yeah, get yeah, out. Yeah, it was well done. Which allowed the monster to catch up with him. It was good. It was fantastic. Um, gets him back in the ring, power slams him, throws mm-hmm. the ring, steps in the ring. About the power slam again, Kane's music yeah! hit, but it's just on the Titantron. Yeah! Um, he says, Braun. Braun, you know what it's like to be Braun. a monster among men. Braun, I can't do Braun. Braun. Can't do Kane. Hey, Braun. No. Hey, Braun. No. It's next week, you and I, man. He says, you know I'm going to take you down. You know it's like to be a monster among men, but you know it's like to be a monster among monsters. Next week, Braun versus Kane. Yeah. Blow off, I'm going to assume. I don't know if he's going to have any special stipulations. Should be a last man standing. Stipulations. That's what it should be. Next up was the shield backstage. Goofy shield. Yeah, goofy shield. Dean was having like a vision quest thing. Well, he was saying like, wait, we got a title match tonight? Yeah. Gotcha. Zing. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Wow, wow crazy stuff. Funny. And like Seth was trying to fake laugh. <laughs> They're all nerds. Man. They are. There's this 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 version of the shield is a super nerdy shield. The nostalgia act is a nerdy shield. It kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna find out who the who the masked attacker for I'm Roman Reigns. I'm gonna ask you something here. Does it bother you? Because they're all members of the shield, and when they're they come out for shield matches, all three of them they're in full shield gear. Yeah, but when they come out, you know, individually, they're not shield. Yeah. They wear the shirt, but they come out in their individual gear. Does that bother you? No, not at all. It really bothers me. Really? Why is that? I feel like they should, if they're the shield, they should be all shield all the time. Because back in the original shield days, when one of them had a match, they'd all come down together and they'd all go through the crowd and they'd all be in shield gear. Yeah. If you're shield, be shield. Well, it kind of reminds me of, it always kind of bugged me. I see what you're saying. It always kind of bugged me when Shawn Michaels was DX. And I didn't really know what the what the precedent was for him coming out to HBK music or DX music. Oh, it should be. If he's a member of DX, it should be DX. Right, but, you know, because DX would have tag matches. Yeah. Then it's like, come out to DX. But then if it's just him, shouldn't it be coming out to just him music? No, if you remember, it could mean, like, apart from Hogan, Hogan was the exception. Didn't everybody else in NWO come out to NWO music? Yeah. That's how it should be. If you're in a faction, come out of faction music. Yeah. yeah. That's just how, well, you know, that's how I Yeah, care. but, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but... I'm trying to think. Okay, so or at least at least this. Okay, you're gonna wear your individual gear. Yeah, it still bugs me at this point that Rollins and Ambrose have separate entrances when they're a tag team. They haven't. Yeah, that that's something they 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 botched. They didn't figure that one out. But then what? Okay, well you tell me what's what would be better then? Then have them come out in in as as Shield. But what if Roman's not there? They're just coming that's out with Roman's music. That's fine. No, because it has the 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 call letters beforehand. Yeah, I know. Music. But at, after the call letters, this is Roman's music. Well, that was a botch on WWE's part when that, they broke that was, them up. You're exactly right. That was a botch on WWE's part when they broke them up. You're exactly but right. Anyways, because but also, in the olden days, when uh, when the original Shield was around, that's what they would do. Yeah, they'd come in through the crowd to that music, and Seth would do his flip over the barricade. But here's and the thing, stuff. man. They got to sell their merch. Rollins has his own shirts he wants to sell. Ambrose has his own shirts. But they're he just wants wearing Shield merch. Um, no, sometimes Rollins wears his shirt. But last night he wasn't. They've all established themselves. You know, last night the Burn It Down was back? Yeah, no, it was a file mix set. Yeah, the, the, the botch. I think it was Alex C. In the playlist botch. Who said the file names are probably similar. Yeah, it probably is. It's a different between V1 and V2. <laughs> right, exactly. And like the little window was too yeah, like, yeah. closed in. Yeah, so it was like, all right, this is a coin flip here. Exactly. And then there's no burn it down. And Vince well, no, he, he chose the second one because he thought it was V2, but it wasn't arranged oh, by name. It was by last by, played. By last played yeah, or date. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> last played, exactly. So V2 was actually the one on top. <laughs> Correct. All right, next match. Asuka versus Alicia Fox. Asuka. Asuka had a little promo before the, the match, a little picture in picture. Oh, I loved it. I love that she's still wearing the captain's hat. Oh, it's great. I'm the, she says, look, look at me. I'm the captain. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, no, I love Alicia Fox. I think she's great. No, she's fantastic. She's so cartoonish. Um, anyway, she went in there and got her ass whooped by, uh, Asuka. Yeah, she got some offense in there. She though. got some in. More than Dana Brooke last week. Oh, yes. Um, okay, yeah, Dana Brooke got zero. She got zero. It was great. None. I, I, dude, I can watch that as a, as a GIF. GIF. Endlessly. Endlessly. Her just, like, spinning around and them doing, like, a twist. Uh, it's thing. interesting that they seemed, you know, granted, it's a small sample size. Only the last two weeks. But the uh, the Oscar lock is not a finisher anymore. They're just doing the cross-arm breaker. Yeah, I know. But I love to look great. Oh, it's more dynamic. Yeah, it is. It looks like it's coming out of nowhere. It's awesome. Yeah. So after the match, uh, Absolution comes out, surrounds the ring. Oscar <clears throat> uh, leaves. 
because, uh, I mean, I guess Absolution, Absolution's just afraid to attack Asuka at this point. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they've got some sort of plan for her, but, and Asuka looks really disappointed because Asuka just wants to kill everybody. Yeah, she wants to fight. And I love it. It's great. She's able to, like, you know, perform all that stuff just on her face, no words. Yeah. Just, all right, you guys don't want a piece of this? I'm out of here. She it off and leaves. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty great. Um, Paige picks up the mic, drops a promo, and, and says, Alicia Fox, you know, you're my best friend. I love you. Oh, I, I love this. I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. But Mandy and uh, Sonya don't exactly feel the same way. Yeah. And I love them. And and beat the heck out of Alicia Fox. Paige is so good as this, like, you know, heel person who's just like, oh, I love it. I think, and she's so good on the mic. It's, she's like she's like a freaking movie villain, dude. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. like a movie villain. It's great. Next, we had Finn Balor versus Bo Dallas. I want to ask you something. Okay. Finn Balor was doing a lot of smiling last night. Oh, yeah. And it seemed genuine, like he was really happy about something. Yeah. What could that be? He just found out that he's going to face Brock Lesnar. No, how about this? That's what I thought. Dude, no, man. He got on twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson and watched Stephen Larson book Raw. Oh, there you go. He saw how uh, the Demon Balor beat. Yeah. The beat. Oh, Dude, come on, man. Sorry. You're spoiling it. Sorry. Check it out next Monday. Check it out next Monday on YouTube, or you can check it out right now on Twitch. Yeah. We got to get on there, too. Um, no, he did seem really happy. He had super super win face, but it did seem to be a bit more than that. It's kind of bugged me, though, because he has a new jacket with no collar. Yeah. And his entire thing is popping his collar. He still did this. Dude. You well, can't. No, he still. He, he okay. Dude, you don't do this with the lapel. No, there's a little bit of a collar. No, dude, it was like... It's about that. It was this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You but can't pop this. He's, he still you does, can't pop this. He still does this to that one side of the crowd. Yeah, that's cool, but nothing is as cool as this. And he popped the lapel, and it just falls back down. Remember Adam Cole's leather jacket? Yeah. It was terrible. It yeah. was all floppy and dumb. It was, it was like a sports coat. Yeah, I know. It was horrible. That's not cool. And I kind of feel like Finn was close you to know, that. I, no. Popping the collar. When you've got a collar, like this, it's cool. It's, yeah, the, the popping the collar is too much of a Fonz thing for me, honestly. The Fonz is like the ultimate and cool. Yeah, I know, but that Where was the Fonz in the 1950s. When's that on the icon list? The 50s were cool. Like, I mean, come on. Not like in real life. The 50s are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but in pop culture, things are pretty cool. Come well, on, man, I like, Brando. I like when he does this. James Dean. It reminds me of Emperor Palpatine shooting uh, lightning. That's maybe the least cool thing you've ever said. That's horribly uncool. For He's not cool if he reminds me of Emperor Palpatine. No, he hand like this. And I see anybody with their hands out like this, I think, oh, he's going to shoot hand lightning. Hand lightning is cool. Okay, if he shot hand lightning, it'd yeah. be kind of cool. It'd be awesome. It'd be also kind of nerdy, though, all right? Anyways. Um, he fought Bo Dallas, who came out to the Miz's music. Um, guess who won this match? Not Bo Dallas. No, not Bo Dallas. It was a battle of two former NXT stars. Exactly. Finn Balor came out on top. Yes, Finn won with a coup de grace or coup de gras. They change the name of it every week. Oh, did Corey say something different this no, time? No, it's Michael Cole. Michael Cole says coup de gras. Yeah. And Corey Gray says coup de grace. And I think oh. the latter is correct because coup de gras would be G-R-A-S. S, yeah. Whereas it's not spelled that way. It's spelled like grace. Is coup de gras? Coup de gras is spelled like that. Is great. Is this spelling of it actually like a word in French? Yeah, it's gras. It is gras. I believe so. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't tell you. Next up, we had the debut of <laughs> yeah, yeah, wonderful. Woken Matt Hardy. Yeah. Coup de gras. There you go. Um. And uh, so for, it was Bray Wyatt. It started with a Bray Wyatt promo, and he was talking about. Probably going to be either. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. It'll oh. be either. So everybody's right. Yeah, everybody's right. Everybody wins, baby. It's a dusty finish of uh, pronunciations. Um, Bray Wyatt came out, and he's talking about Matt, Matt Hardy. He's like, oh, man, I know who Matt Hardy is, man. Honestly, I wasn't paying any attention to a word that Bray was saying through this entire thing. Because <laughs> I was so tickled by. Woken Matt Hardy. I was like so have, tickled by how tickled Matt Hardy is. Yeah, this is like he have a huge weight off his shoulders. He yeah. Finally, he finally has fun at his job. He finally is out of nostalgia act territory. Yeah. And you can tell that he's actually enjoying himself. So, um, so it was a bunch of the Broken Matt stuff. And he said, I was, I've been woken, the celestial being what, all that crap. It was great. And they go back and forth. And Bray Wyatt was down in the bowels of the arena, as he always is. And they do like a glitchy transition. Yeah, and then Matt Hardy, a cheesy, glitchy it transition. It looked like he was in some sort of heavenly domain. Right, but it was like completely like normally lit. Yeah, not yeah. Not like color timed or anything. No. Um, but you're right, he was having a good time. 
Um, I mean, if I had any qualms with it, which I don't, because I think it was great. I thought, you know what? We finally get this. He's happy. Everybody's marking out right now. This is great. I think it's going to lead to amazing things because it was a big platform for him. Yes, and the crowd popped huge. The crowd for popped the huge. Whole thing. Um, and I think they actually got the content of it right. Yeah. Because they did a thing at the end where they did kind of a laugh off. Where Bray was laughing, and then it cuts to Matt laughing, and then Bray laughing, and then Matt laughing, and they took it one segment of Matt laughing too far, which made it perfect. Yes. Because at that point, the crowd cracked up at how goofy Matt's laughing ended up being. Yes. It was perfectly produced. Yes, it could have been on a GoPro or drone or whatever they yeah, like yeah. whatever he filmed that stuff with before. Give it time. And I think they're gonna do this. Yes. This is the perfect if way to do it. They build this feud up. For them to have their match at the Rumble, this is something they can give it time, dude. This is something they can do. Doesn't need titles. Just send a camera crew out to wherever they need to send it to. Have this entire damn feud take place in film segments. Yes, and people will eat it up. And by the time they show up at the Royal Rumble to have their match, this is going to be one of the hottest card matches on the card. Agreed. Absolutely. Because they'll never f- come face-to-face yeah. in front of a live crowd. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but I felt like, especially the beginning of Bray's promo, uh, uh, like he just wasn't into it, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I showed zero passion. I know. I know. I wonder, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know if he's if he's into this. He should be. Oh, yeah, I know. It's an opportunity for him to, to do some good character work and hopefully... Bring some life back to his character. Which this, is I mean, the crowd, the win or lose. Yeah, I know the crowd will eat this up if they do this right. Even if they do it half-assed and wrong, if it's pre-filmed stuff, it's, that's the that's the joy of the broken stuff. You know, it's a lot of crap where they were him and Jeremy Barnes were probably like, oh, there's that old boat over there. Let's just go make fun of that. Yeah. So there's, it's not like there's any grand scheme. It's not like they sat around, oh, it's a, oh yeah, and then he has a boat. No, man, I guarantee they're just out there clowning around. They yeah. came up with a bunch of crap. Give me a, like, they can do this wrong and still get it right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's WWE. They'll probably get it wrong and get it wrong. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, next up, we had a fantastic match. Uh, the Shield versus C-Bar. I thought for sure Shield were going to just pick up yeah, these. same here. Titles, but once again, Thebar proved me wrong. Yeah, uh, the finish, or at least the finish the first time, saw Seth hit his cool knee on Cesaro. I'm going to keep calling it that until they name it something else. But even then, I'll probably just still call it that cool what knee. Do you, what do you call Yeah, that cool knee. That thing, cool yeah. knee. That's what he called it to, this week. Said to Sam Roberts, it was called to him. Um, Sheamus breaks up the pin, but rather just going back to his corner, he proceeds to just beat the heck out of Seth. Right. Um, the ref protests. Sheamus ignores it, gets DQ'd. Kurt Angle comes out, restarts the match. It looks like the Shield is going to win. Samoa Joe comes down to the ring, uh-huh. starts attacking the Shield because there's no DQ. Yeah. Now that Kurt Angle restarted it, uh, ref can't do anything. Reigns is in the back watching. That's a great... It, yeah. And it takes him a while to make his way out to the ring to break things up. By the time he gets out there, chases Joe off. Cesaro uh, can pick up the pin on Ambrose after uh, Sheamus hit him with a broke kick. Right, right. Um, I like this a lot. I thought it was great. I think... A lot of people thought when Kurt Angle comes down, says we're restarting the match. And then, of course, when the cameras stop rolling, they end up giving, like, a triple powerbomb to, like, everybody. Or well, they, they, they powerbomb the table. Yeah, the table, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was great. Um, so the crowd got what they wanted. But Within uh, the next two weeks, we're going to get the Shield versus C-Bar and Samoa Joe. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, maybe, probably next week, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if they'll wait till the Rumble. It's a long ways off to actually have the Shield win the belts again, but who knows. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a good way to keep the Shield out of the Rumble, you mm-hmm. know, just two more guys that can, or it opens up two more spots. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, do you think, so, all the reports about Roman Reigns losing the IC title, could it be to Joe with help of with the help of C-Bar? Could be. I mean, it could be. I just... I'll be really surprised if we see a Roman Reigns pin before oh, WrestleMania. I would be too. I'd be too. And I, you know, I, I, like we said in Canada last week, I still think the most logical, believable, and 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 uh, best choice would be have Braun beat him for it. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think. Yeah. I, I think. I think the thing that makes the most sense is to have him go walk into WrestleMania with it. Because well, he, I mean, in terms of anybody beating him, oh, the yeah. logical choice. Because he even said he even said last night, this is the belt to have. The IC title, yeah. and if he keeps on referring to it that way, and we keep on seeing not a lot of the Universal title, 
then that belt will be elevated yeah. by the time he goes into WrestleMania. With yeah. It. You want to open some mail? Yeah, let's open some mail. We got some great mail here. First off, oh, this, by the way, is from JT Hosek. Oh, cool. He did it via, uh, was it Custom Ink? Yeah. Yeah, via Custom Ink. Um, but it's a shirt for you. Oh, cool. You guys can send us crap too. Uh, P.O. Box eighteen fourteen, Orange Vale, California nine five six six two. Says nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, man. Look at that. It's old, old school wrestler on it. And Larson, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Thank you very much, J.T. Hosek. So That's this great. comes from. That is fantastic. That's awesome. This comes from Kevin F. Here, you get to open up that wrestling Ooh. club. I love these. Yeah, these, these are so great. So it's, it's rest, that, what is it, thatwrestlingclub.com? Is that what it is? Uh, correct. These are fantastic crates. They keep on sending us these, and I love them all yeah, the time. Great. Anyway, this is from Kevin F. Well, you got little Seth, the architect himself. Oh, cool. Seth Rollins figure my child will probably play with. Yeah, even when I put it up there, it takes them all down, and I put them back up. What is this? Ooh, looks like we had a wrestling magazine Ooh. here. Hold on, don't don't give us that one yet. I shan't. I shall not. Look at this wrestling superstar. Oh, I see Barry Windham on there. Oh man, can I order all? Oh, this I want all that pro wrestling illustration stuff. That Pete Lizard. Oh, look, it's all black and white. Oh, look at Bruiser Brody. Brody Harley Race. Great. Oh, look at Flair. that. Flair. Oh, Magnum TA. That's great. Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen. Look at these back issues you can order. Probably. Oh, look at Jesse the Body Ventura. Look at that, man. All stuff for our new office set, Larson. Perfect. Um, there's some more stuff in here. Oh, man. Look at this guy. Talk about icons. Oh, there you go. The Rock. Look at that guy. That's fantastic. A little frame falling apart there. Another framed... Oh, wait, another wrestling magazine. What are you stuck on? Willikers. My goodness. I know. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. There's cards in here. Oh, my goodness. We oh. have new cards. Oh, yeah. Are these stickers? No, are these? No, these aren't stickers. They look like they could be. I know. They like could be. Look at all these. There's a bunch of wrestling cards. It's awesome. We have new prizes. Look at that. Oh, it's the NXT ones. Look at Psycho Killer. <laughs> That's cool. Let's see if I can get these guys out. Oh, here we go. Maybe. There you go. Here we go. Wrestling stuff. Look at that. Oh hell yeah! You got a picture of the rattlesnake. It's all stuck on there. Oh hell yeah! Another and wrestling, another wrestling superstars. Wrestling superstars. That's awesome. That's fantastic. More cards. Yeah, more cards. So these will be prizes for people. Oh look at that, Mandy Rose. Total divas. John Cena. <laughs> there we go. There's Charlie Caruso. Referee Ryan Tran, a crying Mandy Rose. Oh, she got blown off by Eva Marie. Oh, no. Wow. Anyways, awesome what do we get stuff. from that wrestling crate? First up. Club. Al Snow. Whoa, look at that. That's fantastic. Look at that guy. A uh, button that says, if Cena wins, we riot. Ooh. From, con- uh, controversial. I guess that would probably be, is that supposed to be from the ECW? Yeah, from, yeah. An autographed Sandman and Sabu. Oh, look at that. Some ECW originals. Some ECW originals right there. Oh, look at this. Like a copy of the script from ECW One Night Stand. Oh, whoa. That's cool. That's super cool. Oh, my God. That's cool. Oh, you'll like this. The franchise. Whoa. That is so cool. It's a large, though. Oh, I'll fit into that. I don't care. It looks like a big large. Yeah, it does. One of Steve's favorites. The like franchise. Nothing else that'll be a motivational shirt. Let me check this out. That's super cool. Oh, that's incredible. I know, right? What the heck? Then we got one more thing from, again, from Kevin F. All sorts of great stuff from Kevin F. today. It's all taped up. you have your keys on you? I do. Can you open this? Please? Man, I'm going to take a good look at that. There's a, you got it? We can now write wrestling scripts. I guess so. This because is we have what one looks like. This is the format, I guess. It's taking forever. 
so much tape on this. Let's see here. This is. It's a signed Apollo Crews. I'll take this out later. But it's a signed Apollo Crews picture. Oh, cool. I'll put it up right here. You guys will see it on the set eventually. That's awesome. Uh, hey, Stephen Larson, still liking your guys' content. Don't change a thing. Sorry for giving you more cards. Also, the signed Apollo pick is from the swag bag I got at the first house show in Arlington, Texas at UTA. Figured you guys could use it for the set. Sucks. The Funko Pop Ric Flair I sent back in March disappeared. It's, no, it's right there. It's on our new set. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you got a replacement from another friendo. Oh, did we get two of those? Oh, yeah. must have. I don't know. There's like a Kevin Owens down there. Man, I got a kid. She comes in here all the time and takes stuff. So, But we appreciate it very much. Yes. All right. This ready? is really neat. Ready to do questions? Yeah. All right. All this stuff. I know. What, what was that? That was just a pen or something. Okay. All right, uh, Nemo, the Universal Kidney Punching Champion. Do you uh, do you think Paige named her faction after her favorite mixed cocktail? Absolute. Absolute vodka. Absolute what other vodka. mixed drinks do you think would make a good faction name? Oh, man, what a great question. Faction name. Screwdriver. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. Yeah. Um, what's the one that's... Uh, uh, old Fashioned. Uh, <laughs> I really like Old Fashioned, actually. Um, what's the one that's like half Guinness, half... Oh, man, what is it? Oh, uh, Black and Tan? Yeah, Black and Tan. That'd be a good one. I think what else? There's so many drinks out there. That's great. Next, uh, Tokyo Dome Hayes. Who's Woken Matt Hardy's WrestleMania opponent? I think we'll take this thing with Bray all about to WrestleMania. Um, wait, what's that? Who is Woken Matt Hardy's WrestleMania opponent? If they're smart, they take this thing all the way to WrestleMania. Because mm-hmm. that, I mean, dude, come on, we're there. There's a lot to be mined with both these characters. Bring the Bludgeon Brothers in. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Scribner with Le'Veon Bell's WWE-inspired touchdown celebration. How would you guys celebrate scoring a touchdown? Did you see that? Um, he pinned somebody after scoring a touchdown. I saw Gronk throwing an elbow down on a guy. Oh, yeah, he concussed that guy. Are you serious? Yeah, what he got suspended in the game. He should be suspended longer than that. Maybe Probably should have been. Brain damage. Um, how would we celebrate a touchdown? Um, you know, man, it's always very satisfying for me when I just see a guy run in the end zone and just sort of flip the ball and just, you, you're done with it. You did your job. You did your job. No extra You know what I'd do? I'd, I'd have a, a player or players stimulate a table and me and someone else would act like we're recording a podcast. That's what I'd celebrate. My oh, that's a good one. I would I would do this. I would have a live sex show with football. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure that'll get you fined. I wouldn't actually. Maybe suspend. Wouldn't actually no, just the mere, the mere insinuation that you are fornicating with the football. Dry humping the football. Is enough to, to garner a suspension. It's a bit much. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Moscow Mule. Oh, Long Island Ice Cream. Oh, Tequila Sunrise. That's, that's a great name for about a Cosmopolitan. God, that's a great name right there. Uh, let's see here. Gin and Tonic. Uh, let's see here. Zombie. Hurricane. I've already seen a hurricane. Sidecar. Oh, yeah. Coming into the... Coming into the Ring right now, sidecar, sea breeze, dark and stormy. Oh, that's good. There you go, Blue Lagoon, French 75. That sounds like one. It sounds like a hey. Apollo 55. The, it, uh, yeah, that's right. Prince Devitt and uh, Taguchi tag team. Kevin Mack, thoughts on how WWE should book Rebby's debut. Return of the Mack. And for that matter, uh, how should Brother Nero's debut go? All in film stuff, yep. man. Yeah. Have Rebby at the house. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go back to the house, man. Got to have uh, Brother Nero working on his lawn. Oh, no. Yeah, working on his lawn. Itchweed, yeah. Yeah, Itchweed, yeah. yeah Bring yeah, back Itchweed. Bring back Itchweed. Itchweed. Um, Fez Logic, is Nia Jax having that interesting interaction with Enzo bad writing or a form of punishment? I would really doubt they're punishing her. Yeah. I would think that, you know, given what we've heard with her and having some leverage because of The Rock... I don't think it's going to be a punishment thing. Um, Deontay Swanye, I feel like Joe has established himself as top heel on Raw. 
Well, he's facing off against the top yeah. face. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He is everything a badass heel should be. Agreed. Um, should should he be that hubris that obliterates to all the top guys, become the next monster heel to be champ? Um, I'd love for him to win the title. I would love for him. I would love him to be champ too. So yes, yes. We are huge Samoa Joe fans, both of us. Uh, Dan Boss, is this stable war type thing going to play out better or worse, in your opinion, than when Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte got called up and everyone had a stable? Already it's better. Yeah. Because they really kind of messed that one up pretty oh, bad. Yeah. Um, Ray Byatt, power rank, top five finishers on Raw. He says Cedric Alexander's lumbar check is by far the best. Yeah, number one. I love lumbar, lumbar check, check, especially when it's sold well. That's your number one, really? Lumbar check is great. I love the lumbar check. I'm just not sure if it's the number one. What's better? <coughs> the bronze power slam. It's more destructive, John's but I think it looks bronze, like lumbar check looks cooler. Bronze soft cradle soft to the mat. Soft cradle to the mat. I love it. I mean, F5 is a cool move. That cool knee. Yeah, I hate that. That's like my least favorite. Um, to, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Lombard Tech is not. If they one. let Joe do the muscle buster, that'd be a No! That's dangerous. Muscle buster is a cool looking move. Hey, did you see the dude on the was the Steelers? Who, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that back injury. I didn't see the injury. Yeah, I watched so it this morning. pretty bad. No. It really? Like tackle. He just he dropped he puts his head down. down. Yeah. I think, he, he just had I think they said there's some movement in his lower extremities. Yeah, he's feeling it in his, his legs. But, yeah, when it happens, he he lands just, you know, right. down and manages to roll himself over. And grabs his lower back and immediately calls the trainer. Oh, that my God. Because he couldn't feel his legs. Yeah. Oof. Like a, just like, you know, he jammed his head into someone's hip or thigh. Yeah. And probably just compressed his spine. Yeah. I read that there was some swelling or bruising of a spinal column. That sucks. I heard that game last night was just pretty rough in general. A lot yeah. of rough hits and stuff. Uh, CM Punk finds it insulting. I always hear that part of the reason I hate Roman is because he's a chosen one, and yet Braun Strowman is also a chosen one. He's arguably the most over guy in the WWE right now. Charlotte is another chosen one that the hardcores love as well. So why do people use the chosen one excuse not like a Roman almost exclusively for him? I think because Braun has had wins and losses. And Roman, there seems to be a very specific path laid out for him. Whereas with Braun, there doesn't seem to be. Well, also, yeah, it feels like Braun, they've, for the most part, taken their time. Yeah. He's on year two of his solo push. Yeah. And he's had one match for, the, for a title. Mm-hmm, yeah. Whereas I feel like in the first year, oh, shoot, within six months of... Of the Shield breaking up, Roman won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And he was going to go on to face uh, Lesnar at WrestleMania. And I like Charlotte because she comes off as the best wrestler in the women's division. Like, she exudes that. Yeah. And I've never felt that Roman's really done that. No. You know? So. He seems like right now he's hitting a pretty decent stride. He feels more comfortable on the mic. I think this this Intercontinental Open Challenge will give him a showcase to show off his wrestling abilities. So I'm hopeful that, you know, we don't, we want the best for, for everybody. We want to see Roman Reigns succeed. We don't hate, dislike the guy. No, it's never been about that. No. It's been about, is he the most interesting guy to watch? Yes. And for me personally, he's never been that. No, he might not ever be. But yeah. if he can be a really good worker, be decent enough on the mic to be at least occasionally captivating. I think it's, I mean, to me... He'll be successful. It makes it, to me, it makes it interesting for, for him in terms of who he's fighting for example, I really liked the build-up for him versus Cena because mm-hmm. they were doing some stuff that was, you know, meta or breaking the fourth wall or whatever you want to, however you want to call it. It was very referential to the business aspect of things. I thought it was interesting. I thought they hadn't really done that before to that degree. Yeah. Um, the match he had with Jason Jordan last night, you know, that wasn't all Jason Jordan. Roman Reigns can put on a really good match. He can. When he's got somebody in there with him to put a really good match on with yep. him. So, um so I don't know. I mean, there are nights that I like Roman. There are nights that I don't like Roman. I think if he's, for me, I think if he sticks around long enough and they just get done with this WrestleMania thing, I'll be more apt to be okay. Well, let's see what else he can do now that he's. Once they once they don't have a plan, I'm kind of interested to see what they do with him. Yes, I guess that's my thing. Yeah, once they kind of get through all this thing. Uh, fat bastard champ Alex Foster. Wrong answers only. Who should be part of the Woken universe? He says Titus Brand. Oh my god, that'd be weird. 
I like the idea because it's so off the wall. Yeah. Like, it's so... I would not have thought that is, like, my first option. Rich Swan. Yeah. Because he's kind of an oddball. I want to see him do more of that invisible driving, but on the Hardy compound. Yes. But he'd be like the rider mower that Matt yeah. Hardy was on during the final deletion. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are good answers. All good answers. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Mike, big dog, Demopolis. Would you be excited to see House of Horrors Part 2 with Bray versus Broken, uh, Woken Matt? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of that. Jose GGR, what is the best WWE thing? Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation, Daniel Bryan having fun, or Corey Booker and Cole talking about Elias? That's one thing I like about the Elias stuff with the commentary team. Michael Cole always finds a way to get a Springsteen record every week. I know. And it's pretty impressive. It's really good. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite stuff. Because you you even know, like, so right before Elias came out last night, I think the commentary announced that he was going to be coming out, and you could already see the tickled look on Booker and Cole's face. Yeah. That they got to now do the Elias stuff I know. with Corey Graves. Because Corey Graves had to act like he was annoyed. Yeah. But you just know they're all going to have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, uh, Sandra, I left to buy my pre-sale tickets for Smash. She was at Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she says I left. She, got, she posted the, her tickets on a on a, uh, a good ticket. She had really good seats. Yeah. She's first row. She's on TV. Um, I left to buy my pre-sale tickets for SmackDown during the Shield versus T-Bar match, thinking that the Shield was going over. Once I came back, I was actually surprised that T-Bar retained the belt. So Sandra left during the main event. That's weird. They have the tickets going on sale during the main event. All right. What the heck? I guess we won't be much of a line. She says, uh, do you guys think they're waiting till Mania for Seth and Dean to win, to win the tag team belt? That belts? is a long ways out still. Or is this the start of the Shield breakup? No, I think they're going to... The latest they're going to win has got to be the Rumble. I think. I think it'd be the Rumble. I, I mean, know. I like... I appreciate that they're keeping Sheamus and Cesaro relevant far past when I thought they would. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like it's got to be the Rumble. Yeah. Because I think they're going to go into Mania retaining the titles. Yeah. Slow Wolf, first-time patron here. I know you both are fans of tournaments. Yes. Yes. But what do you think of a king or queen of the ring mixed tag tournament? You could have strange team pairings like Bailey and Braun Strowman or destructive force teams like Samoa Joe and Nia Jax. So what are your thoughts and what teams would you like to see? Oh, I love the idea of Bailey and Braun Strowman. I think that would be adorable as heck. Yeah. That would be so great. P.S. He says, I listen to you guys while working, have gotten strange looks when I have laughed randomly from one of your jokes. Thanks for all the hours they're in Nice. Thank you. No. Uh, that's a great idea. Let me think of some teams. teams. Yeah. Who would Charlotte team with? AJ. They always put oh, her with AJ. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. always put her with AJ. True. AJ and Charlotte. That's a good team. Becky and, and Finn Balor. They're friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Asuka and oh, wow. Brock Lesnar. <sighs> oh, man. That's very scary. Who would Bray Wyatt team up with? Sarah Logan. Oh, there you go. But put her in a crazy Mary Dobson. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be good. You're crazy. Uh, do, 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 do you want to do, do more questions? Oh. Or I have I have a pay-per-view for you. <laughs> I know you're anxious. Hold on. There's a couple more here. All right. Um, the base hit king, Eric Blaha. Do you feel that Woken Matt Hardy has full creative control of his character? It seems like the quality of it with the cheap background sheet and comedic editing is very non-WWE-like, especially when you compare it with Bray's polished look of his promo. I'm very optimistic about it, especially since I was a huge fan of the Broken Man. I don't think he has complete creative control. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he has some input. Yeah, I would think he does. How much is that? Okay, his pro, his thing last night. He had to have written it. I would think so. I would think that he's, I mean, that's, that's a lot. I, I would say this. They probably say... I, I would say there's a lot of collaboration there. Yeah. I'll, I'll just put it that yeah. way. There's probably a lot of collaboration there. Yes. Uh, or at the least, if he didn't write it, someone wrote it, trying to mimic his speech and gave it to him, and he rewrote it. Yeah. At the least. At the least? At the least, he rewrote it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. We are going to do Armageddon, what year is this, 2008? Ah, oh, you're rude. That's rude, man. 2008. What the heck? 
Why is that rude? I was giving you some gimmies last week. No, you weren't. That's Clash of Champions 2. Yeah, but he is kind of obvious who's winning those. Not really. All right, go on. Um, I'm going to do – I'm not going to include the – What do we call it? Play per view? Is that what we yeah, call it? Yeah, play per view. I'm not going to include – Can we, can we cre- who? Somebody gave us that name, right? Yeah, hold on. I'll, let's get through this. I'll credit them because okay. I actually screen capped the comment. Good job. Are you ready? Yes. Armageddon 2008. I'm not going to include the dark match. Okay. First, Matt Hardy oh. versus Vladimir Koloff. Or oh, Kozlov. Sorry. Kozlov. Okay. Matt Hardy versus Vladimir Kozlov. I'll say Kozlov went over. Yes. Nice. Next. CM Punk Ooh. versus Rey Mysterio. Are you letting me know these are for titles or anything? Oh, this is for number one contendership for Intercontinental title. Rey. CM Punk. Ooh. Mark Henry mm. versus Finley in a Belfast brawl. I mean, he's got to be Finley. It's a Belfast brawl. Yes. <laughs> um, Randy Orton, uh, Orton versus Batista. For anything? Singles match. That's <laughs> just a singles match. Yeah, I love this new game. This is my favorite. Uh, Randy Orton versus Batista. I mean, it's literally a toss-up. It's Batista. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, eight Diva, Santa's Little Helper tag team match. Uh, Jillian Hall, Maurice, Natalia, and Victoria versus Kelly Kelly, Maria, Michelle McCool, and Mickey James. The one was Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next, singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Ooh. Chris Jericho versus John Cena. <laughs> for the, okay, for the big gold belt. Uh-huh. Jericho versus John Cena at Armageddon 2008. I'm thinking Jericho cheated. It's Jericho. Lol, Cena wins. Ah, son of a biscuit. Never bet against John Finally, Cena. triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Mm. Triple H versus Jeff Hardy versus Edge. Who came in as champion? Edge. Edge came in as champion. Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. I think it was five out of... Uh, five out of seven. Seven. Woo! New record in for play for play. Play, pay, play per view. Here, if we're going to keep scoring this, like, cumulatively, yeah. there needs to be even number of matches. Though. Oh, yeah, sure. Because you had you had a five-match card, and that was a seven-match card. Okay. How many matches? So we need to find a three-match card for you to even it up. No, just going forward. All right. Should we do, like, what if we just do, like, who wins each week? Well, all right. Know. All right. That's fine. But, no, I'm saying, like, okay, starting next week. Yeah. I'll bring one to the table. You bring one All to right. the table. And then the difference is, like how we do trivia. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll say, okay, next week, for example, let's do how many matches. We, we need to find a card with a certain number of matches. Yeah. How many? Eight? Yeah. Seven. Just the same. Seven or eight. Seven. Okay. Well, we got to figure it out. Seven. And if there's more than seven, you just do the top seven matches. Okay. So, oh, that's the last seven matches. Okay. Let's do seven. Seven. Oh, seven. All right. Anyways, that was a lot of fun. Where's our <laughs> outro music? Somewhere over there. Out music. You might be listening to music now. I don't know. Um, That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.